Welcome to the Illuminating Mycelium Podcast. The podcast for everyday people by everyday people. I'm your host, Project Dave, and I'm back at it again to continue highlighting and amplifying the lives, ventures, and endeavors of everyday people just like you and me and learning from them along the way. And as part of our quest to highlight and amplify everyday people and learn from them, we are going there with the Going There podcast crew, that is. Matt, LeJohn, and Joe all hail from Ohio, and they actually started their podcast right around the same time that I did, ironically. They're all about going there, as implied in their name, but to dive in a little bit further, they truly do leave nothing off the table. Taboo topics are discussed openly on their show, which I highly recommend, by the way. Anyways, in this episode today, we break this down a little bit further and talk about the deeper significance behind these conversations and some of the psychology that goes into them. So we'll have some links for you in the description box to check out. Otherwise, you can just look for Going There Podcast. Lastly, I just want to say that I'm very grateful that we were able to make this collaboration happen. So keep an eye out for some bonus clips of me appearing on their show as well. That'll be coming in the next few weeks. I will be sure to share the link with you guys. Now, without further ado, here comes the Going There podcast crew. When talking about everyday people and their stories, we can't help but talk about all their hard work. So grab a cup of coffee. I often think about what fuels a lot of these everyday folks, as well as what sustains me personally. Coffee certainly helps, but it can't just be any coffee. It's got to be coffee made by everyday people for everyday people. The kind that when you brew it in a pot, it kind of just draws everyone to the kitchen and they're sniffing that aroma. Our beans are sourced from small businesses in the heart of the Appalachia. My personal favorite, the Route 39 blend from Lexington Roasters is a Forbes top ranked coffee. You can also check the notes on each blend to determine flavor profiles, shipping, and more. Beans are roasted on a weekly basis to ensure freshness. So if you're looking for some extra fuel to aid you in your everyday lives, ventures, and endeavors, go to thegrindbluefield.com backslash shop dash coffee dash roast or click the link in the description to pick out your next coffee beans and brew a pot of happiness. The grind never stops. All right, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Illuminating Mycelium podcast. Today, we are going there with the crew of the Going There podcast. Uh, with us today is the awesome and wonderful Matt, LeJohn, and Joe. How are you guys doing today? Doing good. Thanks for having us. Very good. Very good. Real good. Now I heard my name. <laughs> <laughs> bullshit, bullshit my name. What? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so thanks for coming on the podcast and uh, telling us more about yourselves. Before we dive into your guys' podcast and what you're up to currently, can each of you just tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Uh, my name is Matt Pallotta. I am currently a podcaster, but also uh, a video producer. I own my own uh, video production company out of outside of Cleveland, Ohio, called Frame One Media. And so I'm all about storytelling, visually, audibly, however it works. Awesome. What, wait, wait, I was going to go next, Joe. Is that what that is? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, finally. All right. My name is LeJohn Woods. I am an actor uh, of film, TV, and commercial works. Um, proud father of two aliens who are nowhere near born in this atmosphere. And, uh, and, and just the lover of life, man. Pizza and 
and uh, the occasional, you know, prostitute here and there. Now I'm, also, I'm getting better. <laughs> I'm getting a lot better. Yeah. With, with Matt's help. He's been counseling me through this. So, yeah, that's that's my life. That's my story. Yeah. I'm like, give me your hookers and then you're good. You're fine. (laughs) Wean you off. (laughs) I'm just here to help you out, man. (laughs) Uh, Hey, I'm Joe. I'm a voiceover artist, improviser, uh, comedian, former prostitute, now podcaster. (laughs) Uh, Let's be honest. We're all prostitutes. We're podcasting. (laughs) I feel that. (laughs) We'll podcast for sex. Exactly. Yeah. We love this new equipment. <laughs> yeah. So are all of you guys from Ohio then? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And we also have Tyler Kubisti in the studio with us. He's one of my video guys with Frame One, and he has run the board for, I would say, 90% of the, the shows that we've done, or at least helped in some way. Um, yeah. And everyone, weirdly enough, most everyone who's involved is from Ohio, which is kind of like... Uh, I, I don't know. It should make people root for us because we are just the underdogs across the board in everything, not just sports, everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't really hear much about Ohio. So I was just going to ask, like, if you could tell like one interesting thing about Ohio, what would it be? Well, our, um, our statewide tree is a, uh, work zone cone. <laughs> That's the, <laughs> so when you're going to see a, uh, a work zone construction cone, and uh, when you see that, you, you are looking at our state tree. But no, seriously, Ohio is one of those places where people who live here, you know, they'll talk shit about it and everything because they've been here. Then when they go away, they realize how much they miss it. And then people who visit here say, you know what? It's not as bad as I thought. It's actually pretty awesome. That's what Ohio is, man. Yeah. Yeah. We're like the that. one that got away, but we're still here in your hometown waiting. <laughs> I'll tell you, Ohio is kind of a black hole because I know very few people who grew up here, lived here for a good part of their life, moved away and didn't end up back here because mm. we've all moved away. We've all ended up back here. So it, it is what I'll say. Here's what I'll say. At least with where we live, we are not far from Lake Erie. Um, and you get the lake effect. And in the winter, what happens is it gets a little bit colder than it is in most other places. You get more snow and it gets real freaking gloomy for a good three months and you don't see as much sun. If you took away the sun aspect of it, if there was more sun, I would think Ohio is like the perfect place to live. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if you like, you know, if you like weather, because you're going to get it all. You, you can, you can bake your ass off here. You can freeze your ass <laughs> off here. Um, all within a week. You mean, there's been weeks where you get all four seasons. Right. <laughs> See, it doesn't seem all that much different. I'm from Minnesota myself. And I know like a lot of people think that we're like really boring. You know, they always want to go to like the warmer states. But then it's like it's so safe here. Sometimes it's kind of nice to have things boring. But and, and the know, people are really are friendly. Crazy. The people are really friendly. And Minneapolis is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's as metropolitan as anything else. Yeah, I worked in Minnesota once. I did a film in uh, Asante, if you're familiar with that. You would have. Right, yeah, and I watched Mary Tyler Moore a lot. Yeah. Isn't that in Minneapolis? <laughs> y- you would have recognized LeJohn as the only black man in Minnesota when he was up there. Um, he was actually signing autographs because people thought he was Michael Jackson and Prince and Michael Jordan. And um, I'm kidding. <laughs> Um, one thing that's cool about Northeast Ohio is that our accent is the broadcast accent of yeah. America. True. Really? It is the standard. Isn't yeah. there like a famous reporter from Ohio? 
Mm. That had that accent or something. I thought it, that sounds familiar. I don't know if Babe Ruth. Yeah, <laughs> Babe Ruth. I, I I don't know, but you definitely like they they aim for the Midwest, especially Ohio accent, where we kind of have the most generic non-accent. Okay. Also, yeah. I did look up some interesting facts. First off, Akron, Ohio, is the rubber capital of the world. Duh. So that's fun. <laughs> LeBron James. You said finally, the rubber capital? I did say the rubber capital. And it's like because tires. of tires, mm-hmm. but also oh. they wrote it like that. So I wanted to share it like Game that. Well, and then also Akron was the first city to ever use police cars. That's really? right. Interesting. And, yeah. and the uh, stoplight was created in Cleveland, I think. Garrett Morgan. Oh, you knew that? Yeah. I thought, okay. It's a black history fact. I better know Oh, that. yeah. I my head That's right. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. And I think it would take 64 million years if, to vacuum it all. <laughs> if you had a vacuum and you had OCD and you were like, I need to vacuum it. What are we? Vacuum what? Just the, the state of Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of space. You're like, this state dirty. Yeah. So for those of you who were thinking about coming here and vacuuming the state... <laughs> Fair well, warning. I don't know where you would get all the outlets. <laughs> I feel like there's some areas where there, it's hard to get an outlet. Yep. <laughs> I have no idea what's going on. It, it so, obvi- obviously, drugs uh, are pretty <laughs> rampant in, in the state, too. <laughs> so how did you guys all meet, I guess, and kind of like, you know, start going forth with the idea of the podcast? Depends on what kind of porn you watch. <laughs> Community service. (laughs) Um, So we're all connected through the entertainment industry, through, you know, acting, doing video work. So I've known Joe for over a decade. um, And, you know, we had worked together in the past on some commercial projects. I met LeJohn actually last year through some film projects. And then... When we were all just so bored of being in quarantine, I I was trying to get the three of us together to do some kind of, I was thinking more of like a web series or something. And then I'm like, you know, with COVID restrictions and us going into a dark fall, seems to make more sense to do something that requires less people. And and then we came up with the idea of, you know, the world's going to hell in a handbasket. We should kind of talk about it, but <laughs> approach it from a kind of candid and understanding standpoint also i just found a fact that there's a place called dresden ohio and it's home of the world's largest basket and it's located <laughs> in basket village usa so it's like the vatican the the basket the basket in the ba- so, the ba- so anyway. i'm like so i'm like lejohn you're funny joe you're insane let's do a podcast Good i'll send you this link <laughs> No, what, what what makes this show, because our show is all about going there and talking about these deep issues and kind of how they affect us, you know, on a personal level, societal level. And I'm a, I'm a straight white male. So like I, everything that I do is like, I, I, there's not much I can speak to from like injustice and, and certain standpoints. So, you know, these guys offer a different point of view. And I think having a diverse cast is crucial to uh to making this podcast work i don't know joe the john what do you guys think? well i'm i'm just whooped after that basket info. <laughs> <laughs> so i'll let the john go first <laughs> but no yeah i mean that's that's all that that's that's right on the level uh um matt approached us with this idea this concept and it just made sense 
at first it was just going to be me and Matt and we probably would have been shut down by now if that was the case. Yeah. Uh, thank, <laughs> thank God Joe decided to, to join us and, uh, and, and save us because <laughs> otherwise we would have been screwed, man. But, um, uh, it was organic from the start and, uh, and, and, um, just the, the opportunity to talk about things that people much rather not and, and, and go places that people much rather not go. Um, we all genuinely wanted to do it and still want to do it and, um, having a blast doing it. And yeah. And we force Tyler, our, our, our board man to be here. Uh, through and he's drinking Mountain Dew. Exactly. <laughs> what, the Dew in it. what Tyler doesn't realize is there is no podcast. This has just been like a 16 week intervention for him. <laughs> exactly. we're, we're like, Tyler, stop being such a racist bigot. <laughs> <laughs> he just looked at me with the meanest look like, you just put that out there. Tyler is not a racist. But he's a true uh, soundboard professional and not speaking up for himself because it will mess with the audio yeah, <laughs> yeah. true I feel tyler it. you're a goddamn hero <laughs> bigot hero <laughs> uh that's yeah. the last time he's doing this no show. no no thank you tyler for your service <laughs> yeah I so, moved a bit. oh sorry go ahead oh no go ahead you can finish that thought talk about me uh i moved back from new york because of covid and i also was going through a lot of life changes and uh, I happened to hit Matt up for work and uh, met him for uh, just like a quick catch up. And it turned into like many hours of us just shooting the shit and solving the world's problems with our opinions. <laughs> yep. I'll tell you what, though, I, I think it was our last recording session. Uh, it, was it the last? I can't remember. Whatever one was mental health. I think it was one of our last, one of the most recent ones that we recorded. And uh, it made it all worthwhile because okay. somebody who was here talked about her experience with um, suicide, death, PTSD, all of these things. And it was actually therapeutic for her. And we learned something. And at the end of that, I remember specifically I looked at John I, and I just said, we, we did it. Mm. If we can make an impact on one person's life, we, we actually accomplished something. I don't know. I was not, not patting ourselves on the back, but saying it, it's We're all trying to get licensed to prescribe Xanax. Now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but it's That's all, awesome, been, it's all been worthwhile for sure. Yeah. It was really rewarding. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, I always liked what you guys do. I mean, I started following you like a few weeks back and, you know, I listened to some and, you know, I feel like I can relate a lot because I've always been a person who is kind of out there, you know, and has different eccentric beliefs. What, Like, what's the deeper significance for you guys of covering these taboo topics and making sure that nothing is left off the table? So I, I think for each of us, it's probably a little bit different. For me personally, with all of the events, especially in the last year or so, um, I just felt like I wasn't doing enough to try to, you know, bridge the gap in all of these relationships that are crumbling due to isolation, uh, political beliefs, religion, whatever it is. And, and uh, you know, I, I, I started by trying to have conversations with people and COVID made that tougher. And then I took to social media and it pretty much became you're never going to solve anything without having one-on-ones or, or more deep 
meaningful conversations. And I just felt like, to me, this isn't a, oh, this is just fun. To me, this is work. This is like, you know, it's kind of like therapy, but the other way around, it's, it's uh, helping other people open up and having that discussion and being candid with myself. Like I, you know, we don't apologize, but we also admit our, our faults. I admit that, holy shit, I've been super <laughs> imperfect in the past. I've said, done racist, sexist, bigoted things we all have, but to talk about them and learn from them and not turn into Tyler. <laughs> well, basically, I, <laughs> basically yeah, for me. exactly. <laughs> I'm honestly just a perfect black man who has come here to listen to all the white people's problems <laughs> and uh, just doing what I can to support. <laughs> he feels really bad. He feels really bad for me. No, it's 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 been it's been helpful in so many ways mentally. Physically, man, emotionally, it's just it's um, it's a release. It's a release and a jump outside of uh, if this sounds right, to jump outside of the bullshit because we're all in the bullshit, you know. So it's been a blast to do it. It's been an honor, and especially to do it uh, along with the people, the amazing minds that I'm able to do it with. So um, I, what's that the question? What was the question? <laughs> <laughs> what's your favorite oh, ice cream flavor? flavor? Oh yeah, yeah. unicorn ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, what was the deeper significance of covering taboo topics and leaving nothing off the table? Oh yeah, yeah, just that man, just being able to go there and and, and doing it for the little guy, you know, um, going there for the little guy. How about that? That should be like our new slogan or something. Just just do it for for the the voiceless. Um, because, I feel that. Yeah, because uh, it's got to be said and it's got to be heard and it's got to be met with uh, with an open mind and some objectivity, and that's what we try to bring. Of course, in some levity too, and drugs because we believe in drugs. Drugs are important. Heck yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I thought David, this would be a good podcast for us to be on. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> Let's dive into it a little bit further in terms of like the topic. So, why do you guys think that people try to avoid taboo topics? Like, do you think that there's a real psychology behind it? I know. If I'm not mistaken, LeJohn, you have a psychology degree, right? How did you know that? Because <laughs> I listened to that. Well, I forget which episode, but it was mentioned. So I was like, you know, I thought this would be a quite good question to ask. Like, what's the psychology behind why people avoid taboo topics? Well, you're correct. I do. And um, the thing is, for me personally, well, not personally, but for, uh, for my thinking of it all, there has to be some kind of defense. There has to be some kind of mechanism that allows you to not truly be seen. Um, and, and maybe even seen for the ways and, 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 uh, means that you truly are. So therefore to avoid that, you also avoid there are certain things that will bring out your, maybe your worst, um, and, and maybe some, some ways that you just don't want people to, to perceive you as. So therefore to avoid going there, see what I did to avoid going there, um, is the number one way to, to keep you clean. And, and, uh, so, I mean, Hey, what better way to avoid being seen in a way you don't want to be seen than not dipping your toe into those, those topics, which prevents people from, from, from going there. Yeah. Yeah. I think communication is very important. Uh, I've failed at, um, displaying and receiving and giving proper communication before. And when you don't talk about things, you, it's so much easier to miscommunicate or um, 
be basing your actions on assumptions, which can be very dangerous and can escalate problems. Also, just think of like uh, prostitution. If you legalize it, you can keep people safer by regulating it and making sure that there's like not, uh, you know, child trafficking and stuff. Like if you can right. talk about things, you can find solutions to them. You can solve things. You can you can deal with things. And to add to that, I think for me, a lot of it is trying to destigmatize some of these conversations because the problem is when there is a stigma and it's considered taboo and somebody tells you um, that's not appropriate to talk about, you're like, yeah, you're not going to bring it up at Christmas dinner or something. But then these people are left to take and carry that burden alone. Uh, one of the upcoming episodes we have is on infertility and miscarriages and, and women aren't, have always been taught to hold that inside. You can talk about it with your husband and that's it. And, and then just in recent years, especially as celebrities speak out, it becomes less taboo, less stigma, and people can talk about it openly and not feel ashamed because that is just not a fate that I wish on anybody to have to carry around that pain. And that is all about mental health, because if you're just sitting there in that narrative, swimming in those seas, that's what you're left with. And that's that sucks. So let's talk about shit. Yeah, let's have a meaningful conversation. I feel that. No, with podcasting, it's a little bit different because obviously, you know, you select a guest, you bring them on, you have set questions and stuff like that. But do you see your work in the podcast sometimes translate into real life? Like, do you guys ever address these kind of taboo topics in real life? Do you use like a different strategy navigating them in person versus on the podcast? You're listening to the Illuminating Mycelium Podcast. If you're enjoying the show, you should come check out all of our fresh new merchandise and apparel that just dropped on our store. We've got t-shirts, pants, sweatshirts, hats, phone cases, water bottles, coffee mugs, shoot, even blankies, and a ton more. All made with comfy fabrics and premium materials. They feature our signature logos, catchphrases, guest picks, and come in all sizes. Now shipping nationwide right to your doorstep. Just go to IlluminatingMyceliumPodcast.com or click the link in the description to pick out your next gear and become the mycelium. I think absolutely it it bleeds into our... I, for me, there is no separation between podcast Matt and real life Matt. <laughs> to, probably to a scary point. He's also fasting, so yeah. he isn't I, thinking right. <laughs> I show up. I show up at. Uh, I show up at our local grocery store. I'm like, "Hi, I'm Matt. I'm looking for this in your aisle seven. <laughs> Tune in next week when I pay it." No, I. Um, I no. I think. I think it would be. It would make us phonies if we didn't. Want, I mean, I've learned so much just from my co-hosts as well as all of our guests, and yeah, I mean, this whole thing is. This whole thing is watch us have a conversation and listen to us have a conversation, then go out in the world and have those uncomfortable conversations with other people. And I think inadvertently it has been therapeutic for us. I know for me, I feel like I am nicer now. <laughs> Stop laughing, you little bitch. <laughs> uh, 
Um, and I'm trying to, uh, instead of judge the people that I feel like are stupider than me <laughs> for having dumb opinions. No, but in, yeah, I mean, instead of going towards judgment, trying to figure out what, um, what they're thinking. Yeah. Hell yeah. For me personally, that's, that's dope shit, Joe. Um, man, it's, I always thought, especially with the psych, uh, psychological background or psychology background that I had, um, I always thought I was a good listener. I felt this show, this, this experience make me a better listener and a better understander. If that makes sense. Um, of words and of, of uh, situations and circumstances. It really just. Not user of words, understander of words. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm an understanderist now. <laughs> yeah, seriously, man. Um, I, I experienced it with my kids. I uh, just listened to them talk their crazy shit about their school days and everything like that. And, and just uh, having a, a wider perspective and being more objective. And I'm really, really grateful for it because um, I thought I was decent before, but I'm not saying that I was shitty, but I'm definitely better. So grateful. Well, and what I like is that LeJohn's become, he's never had a, an issue with sharing, but in the first few podcasts, I told him, I go, dude, you're not talking enough. <laughs> and it was because he was working on his listening skills. He's I like, was. dude, I just love listening. I'm like, yeah, but you're a host, so <laughs> you got to talk. That's a true story, too. <laughs> he, was, he was so wrapped in one of the conversations, I remember. He was just like like eating popcorn in the corner. Like, this is good shit. <laughs> like, this podcast is going to be good. Yeah. <laughs> Also, can I be on it? You're right. <laughs> Ohio is uh, Warren, Ohio is a hometown of Dave Grohl, and <laughs> the largest drumsticks in the world are in Dave Grohl Alley, measuring twenty three feet long and weighing half a ton. Wow. I feel like our <laughs> some big drumsticks. I feel like drumstick. we're gonna get an influx of tourists from Minnesota yeah. uh, this summer <laughs> for the baskets and the drumsticks. Yeah, <laughs> I had no idea this large stuff existed. <laughs> <laughs> Coming from Minnesota, don't you know? Do you, have Have you ever? Do you know anybody that talks like that? Oh yeah, I know a lot. I was I was just gonna ask you if I have that same accent because I can never tell. Most people tell me I don't, but <laughs> only I when you know. said, "Oh yeah, yeah." No, it's it's in certain words. It's like, like certain like words. Bag is another one that people ask me to say all the time. Say about about. Oh, okay, that was normal. I was hoping because it was because it, like it borders on <laughs> yeah. you know camp, the, the Canadian <laughs> yeah. and kind of like uh, upper like Northwest sometimes can have that similar. No, you have a tiny bit to us, but if if I ever met you, I wouldn't be like, "Where are you from?" Do we say our? Um, do we have an accent to you? No, if if I didn't know like where you guys were from, I. I wouldn't even know where to guess, to be honest. So you think I sound bloody regular? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's black Irish. Blyrish. <laughs> um, so let's dive into a little bit more of like some of the guests that you guys have had on, what you guys have learned. Is there like a certain guest or conversation that you would say has been like the most controversial or most out there, most bizarre that you'd be willing to share? Hmm. Yeah, what what do you guys think? Hmm, I'm trying to think of bizarre because I can't really think the the death uh, episode kind of fucked me up. I mean, it, it, like in a good way though. It was was it that was, the most recent one? Oh no, this was, uh, it was a this couple was episodes ago. Well, oh, we recorded okay. it earlier, but we didn't. Yeah. we released it maybe a three weeks ago. Oh, I can't man. remember if I listened to that one or not. But it was a it was definitely an, a more impactful, heavy episode because yeah. it's it's death, and yeah. we and we interviewed. Ever heard of it? <laughs> <laughs> and 
we interviewed a chaplain from a hospital. So he's dealing with patients on their deathbed or getting uh death diagnosis, you know, and, and it's, it's heavy, but I, to me, I feel like that was one of the most moving. The one I'll share, the one I was most worried about was abortion because, you know, I don't know if there's anything more divisive than that topic in today's climate. Uh, so, but our guest was awesome and it helped that she's extremely educated on what she's talking about because she is a, an abortion advocate. And, uh, you know, we, I guess what was tough for me is I wanted to make sure that the end message that we were careful about towing the line that we're not saying if you're pro-life that you're wrong or you're bad. The only thing that right. we're, that we kind of spelled out, which which we think is wrong is the people, the activists who burn down uh, abortion clinics or scream at the woman going into it. Um, somebody, right. somebody who makes a problem about something that has nothing to do with them or their existence. And to me, that was the one I was the most concerned about. I think it turned out really well, but I was, I was fearful that <laughs> I was waiting for some blowback from friends, family, or people to, you know, show up and put a burning uh, cross in my front yard. We, we have a politics in scripture episode that we recorded. It has yet to come out, but that one's, that one's going to be divisive. That's going to be uh yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. But John, what do you think? Do you think there's one that was, was, was there anything that we did where you're like, I don't know. Or see, here's the thing. I think legit, you know, that thing that all of us have, what's it called? Shame. The John doesn't have it, no. so <laughs> no. He's comfortable with himself, and yeah, I'm naked right I'm now. I'm jealous. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I just jealous uh, and violated. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Me too. Happened. Oh God. <laughs> it's, it's nipple discrimination because my nipples hang. <laughs> no, it's, it's um. If anything, no, because to answer the question, no, I've ne there was never a topic. I'm like, ooh, don't know about that one. Never felt that way because uh, this is the whole purpose for me. What about impactful? What do you think was the most? Well, you said death, so you answered it. Well, impact. Well, impactful to me. Impactful. Uh, no, to, I mean to you. To me. Yeah, you said it was death. And death that's cool. Yeah, death, and, and um, and of course, uh, the p word. I mean, yeah. Yeah, the the one on privilege. Yeah. Um yeah. I love that one personally because here's why I love that one. We spelled it out and tried to make it and 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 our guest between our guest who is another black guy and LeJohn, they couldn't be more understanding of saying like, look, if you're white, it, there's not we don't have no one has a problem with you for being white and mm. and they explained it as the most I mean, simplistic and easy to understand. And I got so many messages and calls and texts from people who were white men who listened to it and even older guys that are way more conservative. And they're like, that episode was awesome and powerful. And I finally understand it mm. at least a little bit. And I'm like, that's all the privilege episode. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Okay. Nice. That was it for me, man. Yeah, I was just going to ask if there's ever been like an episode two where there's been like pushback or if there's been like disagreements or like how you guys handle that kind of stuff. I, uh, well, it wasn't. I don't know if we put it in the episode. We had like a like um, what's it called? E excerpt. Um, when we were talking about uh, the Cleveland Indians changing their name. And I don't know who <laughs> that was did an it. outtake. Yeah, yeah, one of the outtakes. And I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure who it was, but there was an there was an angry emoji. Uh, on Facebook 
Yeah, yeah. On Instagram, yeah, some oh, yeah. some oh, angry, oh, yeah. some angry white kid who's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say there was so much pushback about it. Um, but when I boosted some of these things through social, there's always somebody like, okay, the one that we probably got the most feedback, negative feedback on, which is still minuscule compared to the positive, was when we did um, the one where we interviewed the social media. Uh, I guy who's got, I mean, at the time he had close to a million followers, um, Pavel Polinich, uh, who runs Karen's going wild. And it's always, you can, you can guess right off the bat. It's always some white dude who's pissed because he's like, that's racist to call a, a white woman, a Karen. And it's like, dude, shut up, get over here. Right. <laughs> you know, or someone's like, he's a racist. I'm like, uh no he's gay and he's from peru and he moved here and he's embracing america and people hate him because he has an accent or because he's brown like get over yourself you know and like joe said as much as i you know kind of do that tongue-in-cheek um i think we've all gotten better at saying you know what if we want other people to be understanding we need to be understanding of them too so in real life if somebody says something ignorant, um, I make a conversation out of it instead of saying, you're wrong, you're a Karen, go to hell. Right. Not to say that we're an apologist, but we, I, at least I'm learning to, I'm learning that when you attack the other side, it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't help. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it just puts up a wall. Yeah. Right off the bat. It just puts up a wall. Yeah. yeah. And if the whole idea is to not have that wall, then someone has to take responsibility and, you know, why not start with yourself? Yeah. Yeah, that's a tough thing to balance, too, because, you know, I feel pretty lucky. Like, I had really good teachers in ninth grade. I think, yeah, I think it was ninth grade when I first started learning about, you know, white privilege, institutional racism. Again, I had really good teachers, so I feel like I had a good start. So, like, these kind of topics come, I guess you could say, naturally to me. You know, I grew I also grew up in a pretty diverse environment my fiance is a black woman as well so you know hearing you nice. guys talk about these topics i really i thought that this would be a good connection and i'm very proud of yeah, you i'm feeling, feeling this good so far <laughs> um yeah yeah and 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 let me just kind of give you the that back in return you know you and i connected in the podcasting world on on social media and i saw that you had liked one of our things so i went and started listening to your stuff and and you and I went back and forth and I, I could tell right away, it's not, it's not just that you were like-minded. I'm sure you and I have different views on a lot of things, but it was like, you're very open, very candid. And just, I mean, you come off as a very nice and understanding guy and there's no pretense to it. And I, to me personally, I think that will get you really far in this world. Thank you. And your show is great. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, so that was all the questions that I had for you guys. Is there anything you want to say to my audience before departing or anything? If you're looking for a black man to give you a good time, <laughs> <laughs> call Joe Ruwaihe. <laughs> I'll take care of you. I'm starting to get that age where that where the hair is starting to get in places. <laughs> On my chin. No, just kidding. You know, I look I, like a distinguished young gentleman. Yeah, like a cat. Um, no, I don't. Check me out. Call me Joe.com. <laughs> I adore Dolores. <laughs> also, wait, are we talking about 
Are we talking about shrooms at all? <laughs> After this, yeah. yeah. Oh, great, great, great. We're going to offline about it. Um, you know what? If I, other than how, where to find us. Yeah. Um, if you, yeah, where do they find us? <laughs> you can find us on all the, you can find us on all the streams, Apple, Google, um, Spotify, Stitcher, we're the going there podcast, full name going there. Taboo topics are back on the table. Your standard background check. Your standard. <laughs> yes. Send us your social security number and credit card number. I actually did apply. I had to do, um, I'm helping out a Unitarian Universalist church for something. And I had to do a background check and for, Fun when I was filling it out, I listed my ex girlfriend, <laughs> <laughs> and it's been months, and now they just got back to me. <laughs> what I love about this church is when I was so it's in a college town that I went to, and when right. I was living there, uh, they were right down the street from the house I lived in at the time, and their sign said, "We put the gay in congregation with a rainbow," and I was like, "I fucking love that place. I want to go there." They're nice. Yeah. They're cool. They're yeah. sweet. They're like, "We love the, you're perfect as you are," kind of thing. And that's that's isn't that Christianity yeah. or yeah. what it's supposed to be? Um, yeah. Here's here's my here's my closing thought. Um, <laughs> our whole show is just about you know putting those taboo topics on the table and dissecting them, talking through them. Uh, that's what everyone should be doing and and i promise if you do it it gets easier and you'll find that there's less animosity between you and the people who don't think exactly like you and of course we're all a work in progress i i fail at this all the time but um i'm hoping once covid subsides that that gets easier and easier because they'll make a vaccine for being a bitch too. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the other thing. Uh, I will get deep, and then Joe just like slams me with a punchline. No, but I'm like this podcast made me nicer. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, uh, no, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. We're all we're all just trying to get through our lives, and I think if we all have a little bit of empathy and understanding, it would go a long way. And I think it starts with wading into those very awkward, uncomfortable conversations and being okay with it. Uh, and, and as we've said with so many people who are different from us, we ask them, if somebody wanted to talk to you about this, would you be up to it? And they're like, yes, I would love for somebody to, to talk to me about this and listen to me. So, you know, most people aren't out there to get you. Most people just are, you know, just as lost as you are. And so talk to them. All right on. Yeah. Well, I'm out there to get you. <laughs> Let's just put it. <laughs> no, uh, I, and well, first and foremost, um, thank you for, for uh, allowing us to have the time to, to rock out your show, man. And I hope your listeners increase because you're a dope dude and uh, you got dope listeners. So hopefully that goes hand in hand. And uh, as for, um, it's just the talking cure. I love it, man. Speaking, speaking things into existence and, and not being afraid to do it and realizing how much better you feel once you do so. Um, getting that stuff out, man. It's like a good old word vomit, you know, and, and I love it. And this has given us an opportunity to do so on our end and people listen to it, um, have come to, to come to the conclusion that, you know, it's, it's, it's not bad. It's, it's actually okay. And that's what I'm loving about it. Like I said, we can just save one and we've experienced that we've saved one, then two, then three, then how many, how many, who many know, how many know, uh, who knows how many more? I, I would <laughs> like say that we've saved ourselves. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, while drinking. While drinking. No, but I mean, honestly, um, you know, I knew Matt in a working uh, setting and I did not know LeJohn and I did not know Tyler. And um, I feel like it's really brought us together. So I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for listeners and, you know, thanks for listening to us. And and it's it's kept us all, I think, that much more sane during a crazy and isolated time. I, if not for this podcast, I think I'd be in a much worse mental state. So to say there isn't some catharsis and therapy for ourselves would be a lie. Yeah. So check into our weekly wellness check. <laughs> Make sure we're alive. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in today. We hope you enjoyed the show and had fun while learning more from everyday people just like yourselves. To support us and help us spread these stories even further, please consider giving us a review or rating on whichever platform you're streaming from. There will be links in the description box just in case you can't find it. And for more news and all things everyday people, join our newsletter by going to our website. By joining, you'll also gain exclusive offers and discounts on Illuminating Mycelium merchandise and apparel from our store. Just go to IlluminatingMyceliumPodcast.com or click the link in the description and become the Mycelium.